Welcome to the Lone Star Plate Podcast, where we sit, eat, chat, and repeat. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong, and we are coming to you from Austin, Texas at Permanent Record Studios. The Lone Star Plate Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers markets, and more who are using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. Now, let's get started. Our food today is coming from Torchy's Tacos. It's an Austin staple, really a Texas staple at this point, uh, for great tacos. They use uh, 100% ethically sourced um, ingredients down to the jalapeno. Um, and also everything they serve off of everything, it's all u- using 100% renewable sources. So that's really cool. They're a very green company um, and they support the local um, you know, farmers and uh, sourcing uh, places. So uh, we got um, we got Migas tacos, we got chorizo, we got uh, jalapeno sausage um, and bacon. So we're just going to try a bunch of different stuff. And of course, we got it all in a corn tortilla uh, because flour shouldn't even exist, uh, in my opinion. So, okay. <laughs> and well, you know, this is a really interesting podcast. Um, we were supposed to have on a special guest today, but it just didn't work out. Um, so we're just going to impromptu, uh, improvise um, a sort of a behind-the-scenes uh, podcast. And really, um, there's always, there's somebody on the podcast um, behind the scenes all the time. They take pictures. They're involved. They, they're really a part of the podcast that you never get to see or hear. Um, so you hear me talk about them all the time. Now you're finally going to get to meet them. So... Um, he's breaking his silence because we know him as Silent Trevor, but today he is going to break the silence. So Trevor Wiggins is here. I'm going to clap for you <laughs> myself. So Trevor, boom, you're in, dude. Mm. Look at that. That's how that's how it works. Somebody doesn't show up. Trevor. Hey. <laughs> Trevor steps in to save the day, uh, which is great. Um, actually, I've done a couple podcasts with Trevor before, so we've always had a good time. So, you know, which is why he's involved with this. So, yeah, we're just going to have a good time today, man. Eat some Torchy's tacos and... Look, the tacos are already here. So, I don't know about you, but you want to just dig in? Yeah. Should we just dig into this? I'm not going to lie, I'm a little hungry. I'm a little hungry. So, I split it up. I actually have even... Those are your tacos over there in that corner that I said, like, we got. The sad, dark corner over there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, well, hey, Grant, those are you that'll be tacos? all you. That'll be all you over there, bud. Yeah. So, boom, that worked out, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, there's a real thing with Torchies actually in town. Okay, so when they started out, it's just a food truck, right? But they blew up fast. They became well known for having great tacos. Uh, but now it, there's something that happens with anything, right? Entertainment. You know, music, movies, books, art. Once something starts to get big, people start, some people start to hate it. Mm-hmm. They start hating on it. Even though it's still the same, they're still serving the same shit, you know, still good and delicious and whatever. Um, they just start to hate on it. So there's a lot of torchy haters in town, actually. You never really thought about it. It's kind of a divisive company in a weird way. And they really just hate them because... They're so big. They're successful. Yeah, they're yeah. successful. It's and like, it's a chain now. It's in Lubbock. Yeah, it's in 60 uh, locations. Yeah. How crazy is that? 60 locations. Under 10 years, they managed to get to 60 locations. A while ago, they were accusing them of, of uh, lifting their menu from another restaurant. 
Oh, but then when please. people compared them, it's like, well, it is a taco place. Yeah. So I mean, if you're serving tacos, kind of thing. totally. No, Torchies is unique, honestly. Yeah. They have their own unique tacos. I would be more worried about people ripping off Torchies. Yeah. When it's consistent. I've never really had a bad Torchies experience. It, absolutely, man. It's consistent. You're going to get, they're good tacos. I'm sorry, but if you're like, blah, 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 you don't, you're bullshit. You don't know what you're talking about. Are there, you know, there's great tacos all over town. Mm. These are not bad tacos. I think they're excellent. I have no problem. It's the same thing with Taco Deli. People just have this sort of, you know, I don't know. They just hate it mm. because it became big. You know, I've never people had love Taco it. Deli. You haven't had Taco Deli? Dude, that's delicious. Really good, man. Much different. They're very unique tacos. They're really mm. small and quaint and just kind of, mm. you can get a bunch of them. They got a lot of different flavors, good crew, good staff, good environment fast too. Mm -hmm. you can go in get your stuff they know how to serve a lot of people they cater a lot you can get the taco deli ta tacos at like convenience stores and stuff right. like that that's what i associate yeah. them with is more totally. like on the go yeah you're on the road that's pretty much it you yeah. know torchies you know they've got a lot of cool locations you mm -hmm. go to torchies they got all these great you know architectural whatever yeah. designs and it's different and, for every location yeah. so each one has kind of its its, it's own unique aesthetic. Yep. yeah and they talk about that on the website too like mm -hmm. We want each location to be unique and have its own thing so mm. it feels like an independent place, right? right? Which is cool. I like that. And again, they ethically source everything. So they're trying, they're worried about what they're bringing in, you know, where it's coming from. Because when you do start to have chains, that's the problem with chains is how do you, okay, we can make that here in a certain way. <laughs> make this work. But how do we then make this work in, in Jackson, Mississippi? Right, like that becomes the issue when you have chains because you want consistency. If I show up to a Torchies at X place, and I go to a Torchies in another state, I'm looking for that familiarity. Mm -hmm. uh, but honestly, I would be okay with if it was completely different. Mm -hmm. Look, you source from what's around here, so this is what I can eat here. Maybe if it's in Louisiana along the coast, you're getting more seafood tacos, right? right. But if it's in the Midwest, the tacos are a little bit different. You're, the torchies in Colorado, in Denver, for instance, they're going to be a little bit different. I would mm -hmm. be okay with all that. I, I don't. I don't have to have like McDonald's, right? No matter what McDonald's you go into, they got Big Macs, right? right? So they're shipping that stuff all over the world, so you can make sure you have a Big Mac, right? Which is crazy. I've so, had, so I had it in uh, Lubbock, and yeah. they wouldn't do the same customization of tacos there. Good. There's like a, I think that's okay. A black bean taco I get here in town, yeah. and they know what it is. It's off menu. And, and they were uh, like, no. He was like, we don't do that. I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Trust me. Because <laughs> I used to live across from one of the original torchies, so I would walk over you know, every other morning. I got so accustomed to that that I didn't eat anything else but that, you know. But it was still good. It Which happens with tacos. Yeah. You want what you like. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. If I go somewhere and I like the tacos a certain... This is the biggest piece of avocado in one that, single that piece. That is a massive piece of avocado. It's like an avocado slug. And avocados are expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they don't jip on any of this. They double, look, double corn tortilla. Okay? Solid. Because if you just do one, it's just going to rip and, and fall apart. So you got to do the two. You know that. I've taught you that from Boca. So, yeah. Yeah, big piece of avocado in my amigas, too. Look, solid. Salsa solid. I'm super happy. So anybody complaining about um, torchies can mm. kiss my ass because I'm sorry. You're just hating them because they got too big. The band you used to like when they were, you know, independent and only played a few shows in town and you knew where they were and blah, blah, right. blah. And you knew them before anybody else. And then that's the thing. Once people start to know about it, some people are just like, oh, don't like them anymore. Yeah. You, oh, you've heard of them? 
Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Not going to eat becomes, it. Do you have the EP or do you have their first album? Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's the same shit happens with food, which sucks because look, people get into f- the business owner, right? That gets into it. Mm-hmm. Hello. He's trying to make money. As much as we want to serve the community, you also open a business to make money. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want to grow. Every food business, they're essentially their idea is to grow. To yep. make more of them. But I feel like because Austin is so specific about having all these individual companies and startups, people should be more supportive of something that does take off like that. And I feel like it's never really been the case with torches. A lot of people are more likely to knock it, and, you know, but it, it is shouldn't. like it's the taco city. I mean, there you can get a good taco almost anywhere you go. Dude, there's so many good tacos in Texas, period. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's mm-hmm. where... We're saturated with it, but we're also become, you know, snobs about it because yeah. there is just such, it's like barbecue. Yeah. You can't fuck with us in Texas with barbecue and tacos and shit. Like, you just can't fuck with us. We know what yeah. we're talking about. We know what we like, you know, because you've had tacos other, I don't know if you've been to other states and something, you go somewhere and you get a taco and you're just like, what the fuck is this, yeah. dude? Like, this is an embarrassment. Uh, when I lived in Shreveport, there's a place that everyone raves about. <clears throat> and I went there and they, they don't serve... I think they have guac, but it's like uh, it's a, it's smaller than one of these. It's yeah. a tiny little ramekin, and it's like six dollars for that and one serving of chips. Six dollars? No joke. And they, if you ask for more, you have to pay for it again. Oh fuck that! But their tacos are single tortilla, so it's like crumbly you know, pulled pork and everything. Pulled pork? Oh, uh, you can't do that with a single, single tortilla. You pick it up, and it's... it just. Falls <laughs> to the plate, and everyone's like, "It's so good." And I kept trying to explain, like, "Just come over to our house, and I'll I'll make you a real taco." Totally, like, you haven't had a good taco if you think that's good. Probably pizza too, right? You get pe- yep. just this imitation. You're just like, yeah. "This ain't pizza," you know, whatever. Um, and maybe we don't serve the right pizza here in Texas. I don't know. There's a few places. I, I'm partial to New York pizza. Yeah, I like a big, big slice you can fold, you know. Um, but then you have like the Chicago pizza, which is lasagna. It's not pizza. You can't pick it up. You have to eat it out of a dish, and it's layered. I don't mind that. I didn't like it. We went to Lou Malnati's, I think is what it's called. It's like one of the, the big ones, and it comes in a big deep dish pan, yeah. and you have to serve it like slices yeah. of an a actual pie. pie. Absolutely. Yeah. But you cannot eat it with your hand. It's a- uh, 100%. You got a knife and fork, fork it. Yeah. No, I don't mind that. I don't mind me. Yeah. I mean, I love food, so I don't yeah. really care. I, it I don't like. I don't like rules. I just took issue with what right. they called it. It is lasagna. It's not I mean, a pizza. Okay. Well, let's be honest. The New York pizza is not real pizza either. If you go to Italy, that's what, not yeah, what, what the fuck they're What is pizza like serve. there? There's flatbreads, yeah. right? Just small flatbreads, real thin crust. There's no doughiness to when you eat it. Does that make sense? Yeah, right? There's yeah. no doughiness to like it. Crisp. It's completely crisp. It's just like mm. the flatbreads you get at a wine bar or something. Sure, that's sure. literally the pizzas they serve over there. That's what you're yeah. getting. And not pepperoni and fucking mozzarella cheese that's right. i mean get, it's not happening you're not getting any of that cheese might not even be on any of them right right it's just a nice little sauce a few ingredients Proteins. that's it yeah you, yep. you don't and vegetables and shit i mean that's mm. it you, you're not getting crazy a lot of more supreme styles are just two or three ingredient styles right just one or two ingredients yeah. that go together you know whatever what's I, your favorite cheap pizza my favorite cheap pizza oh like man shitty pizza. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say but totino's I don't even know what that is. Cheap, like a freezer cheap, pizza? Yes, it's freezer okay. pizza. I mean, I'm talking cheap as fuck. I have two. We, so there's Paul Newman's. <laughs> I don't even think which, it's pizza, dog. It's not pizza. It's not, if it's out of no, a freezer. No, no, I mean, I'm saying the Totino's. It's oh, not yeah. even a pizza, dog. It's like, 
I don't know what it uh, is. Paul Newman's. Have you ever had Newman's own brand? I've had it like his ranch. His ranch. It's yeah. that same thing. His face is on it. First I just all, believe the, it because he's on there. Why does Paul Newman have ranch dressing? He didn't like weirdest... dressing at a bar that serves salad. A cool Hand Luke is making ranch yeah. dressing? That's not cool. Yeah. Oh, there's That's a documentary not, about it, I, I think. I mean, it's just not cool. You don't <laughs> like ranch cool. dressing? That's so weird. I always thought that was the weird Paul It's the only Newman. ranch I'll eat. <laughs> I trust it. His face is on it. I you trust know? it. Who who doesn't trust Paul Newman? I don't know. Uh, well, okay, good point. Newman's good point. own. Uh, good point. It goes to all these charities when you buy it. I yeah. think it supports military or something. I don't know. <laughs> something good, something I think. Like uh, okay. But yeah, it's good. It's like $5. Freezer pizza. Takes 10 minutes to cook it. It's thin like you're talking about. It's Got crispy. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a big deep dish. I like But like pizza, dirty though. pizza, Domino's. Oh, okay. Like ordering delivery. Yeah, I like Domino's. 100%. I'll order some Domino's. I used to love Papa John's way, way back in the day, but they changed. They just changed over time. They became these greasy, nasty, literally will have a puddle in the middle of it of grease at the top. I mean, it's just gross. Like, yeah, but Domino's is totally. Well, I kind of sponge it up. Yeah, I'll definitely get a Domino's here or there. If I got to order something. Yeah. Used to do Little Caesars. Like in West Texas, that was the place. I love you know? Little Caesars. $5 hot and ready. But they don't deliver. You got to go really? pick them up. Yeah, Little Caesars don't deliver, dude. Yeah. You got to go. That was why Little Caesars was so cheap. Yeah. Because you have to go. Yeah, you go pick it up. Remember when they used to serve it in the long, the long um, boxes with the paper over it? Oh, like you a Subway that? thing? Um, like a sandwich style? No, it's unique to them. I don't know how to explain it. Like a long piece of cardboard, and they'd put two pizzas and then put paper over it. You'd get it like that. There was no box. It was a foot. What was Big it? Foot. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. That's what it was. You remember that? that? No. I just thought that was the unique way to serve pizza, you know, because it's typically yeah. a pizza about whatever. Yeah. I, I only know the, yeah, like... Bigfoot. Okay. I wouldn't eat anything aside from the $5 hot and ready, which... I did that for like a decade. If I wanted pizza, that's what I that did. That was a good deal though, dude, to be yeah. honest, right? You get a large, it was large, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's a large. I think it was a large pizza. Either cheese or pepperoni. Pepperoni, yeah. I remember that price. too. But it, easy in, easy out. Totally. You feel it yes. the next day. Yes, you, you know? do. Same with Domino's, dog. It's yeah. not sustenance. Like, no. I feel like total shit after eating it. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel good. That, that's the honest truth. I, I never feel good after eating it. Yeah. While I'm eating it. I've had the time of my life. You know, literally, I'm um, I'm doing the the dirty dancing with the pizza up in yeah. the air, and I'm just like holding it in the water, just like <laughs> yes, it's so good. Yeah. But it's afterwards. No, it's like Animal House, right? It's just like that. W- that's how I would describe my ass afterwards. Animal yeah. House. We only have one bathroom, so I don't eat like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you can't. Right? You, you can't you, fuck you, up your you wife, your kid. Potty like... train a, a kid. <laughs> There have been too many moments. What happened where, to Daddy in there? Yeah. Is he dying? Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to have the door open a lot of the time because it'll just be me and her. So there's, there's oh, a lot of bro. weird experiences. So <laughs> that, that's the first thing that made me clean up my diet. Like we can't have any of these more like yeah. eye contact moments while I feel. When's like the this. last time you closed the door in your bathroom? Uh, I will when when my wife is home. We close the door. Okay, because there's one in one. We can team. Right. You know, okay. we can kind of pass her off. But with her home. With like my child, yeah, just yeah. my child. Don't close the door. Yeah, yeah can't. never. Can't. Absolutely. She's also... I haven't closed the door to my bathroom in years. Yeah. I mean, even if somebody's at my house, honestly. Yeah. That door stays unless I'm dropping a deucer. Yeah. It's staying open. I'm just. I don't even. I don't even care. I mean, yeah. the door's open. It, yeah, it depends on what's you know, happening. I, I got guess. my dogs too, right? So right. like, I mean, they're not kids, but. If I shut the door, they whine. They sit at the door and whine. People who say dogs are not like kids. 
I don't mean, have dogs and kids. I mean, they're my kids. My right. my dog, I used to compare it to people who were like, yeah, no, I have a dog. I love her. I take care of her. And then I had a kid, and I feel the exact same way. I mean, obviously, the kid is more important, but I don't know. And the <laughs> other people, I'm sure other parents hate me for saying this, but I have, like, when people are like, no, dogs are not like kids. Yes, they are. You can lock them in a room and leave them. That's the only difference. <laughs> but kids, not dogs. Yeah. Uh, uh, but really, it's the same thing. It's a life. You have to feed them. You have to take care 100%. of them. If you treat them poorly, they'll, you know, 100%. you'll see that in their behavior. You got to take it's, them out. Yeah. Gotta walk them. You got to take them to the doctor. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a, it's, it, it's closer to a kid than it is than, you know, anything else, I think. It's like they're a small child forever. Mm-hmm. That's what dogs are like. Just small but children. Forever. Now that I'm a parent and people are like, I know they're not like kids. And yes, they are. I feel that. I don't yeah. know. I also didn't turn into like I love my kids. some I love random my dad when I had a kid, I'm still just sure. me with a kid. You know? so, yeah. Well, that's a good point. Dogs are a lot more like kids and people want to admit. I think so. I the know. responsibility is there. You're, you're looking at a 10 to 18 year commitment, depending on what kind of dog you got. Right. I mean, that's, that's what I think people don't realize. Right. Oh, I got a cute little puppy. Right. Bro, you just married that puppy. Yeah. Right? Like it's probably last longer than your, whatever relationship you're going to be at. Right. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an intense, long uh, relationship definitely becomes part of the family, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So speaking of dogs, okay, yeah. this is, it's going to get sad for just a minute and it's actually going to piss you off if you're listening to this. Do you have this. any Sarah McLaughlin to play? <laughs> <laughs> what is her song? What's her famous? Uh, the Arms song? of an Angel. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, that came out when I was like a senior in high school. City of Angels, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yes. Yes. City, yeah. City of Angels. I haven't thought about that movie in forever. What was it? Uh, Melanie Griffith? No. No. Uh, uh, what was her name? Not Melanie Griffith. Uh, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah, yep. Meg Ryan. Um, I just call that Sleepless in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's really all it is. It would have been better with Tom Hanks. Oh, I mean, I love Nicolas Cage. I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. That was The Rock when he was doing Rock. Remember The Rock? Is yeah. that what the movie's called? The yeah, Rock? Yeah, Sean The Connery. Rock. Yeah, yeah. The, that's like They're one of the greatest the movies ever. I'm sorry, but it's yeah. one of the great. That and Con Air. Con Air. It's <laughs> just, yeah. that's peak <laughs> Nick Cage. He, what's great is they gave him long hair, but bald in the movie. Yeah. Why did you do and then that? They, they do the fan scene where the yeah. wind is on him, but it's only blowing <laughs> the back of it. Totally. It looks yeah. so corny, right? It's like, like every time I get a new phone, the first he's animated movie, gift though. that I get is that. That's so hilarious. when people send me a text, that's how I respond. Like, yeah, we're cool. You know, I mean, it's like, just so ridiculous, but great movie. I mean, uh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich. Kill, uh, kills in that movie. John Cusack. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Um, uh, who, who's that other Dave uh, Spanish guy? Too. That's right, Dave yeah. Chappelle. He's the one that causes the havoc, right? Hey, spoiler alert: He gets thrown out of the plane. Yep, and he crashes onto the hood of a car. Uh, God, what's that? That uh, that Puerto Rican? Uh, I love that guy. Um, oh man, that's killing me, dude. You would know him. He's been in a gazillion movies. Can't think of it. I can't think of his name. Fuck. I, I can't know. think of it. Anyway. Where, what else is he in? He's in all kinds of stuff. Like any Brooklyn or, you know, New York movie, motherfuckers in it. Uh, you know. I think I not, know who you're Not talking. Luis Guzman. Okay, I was going to say. Not yeah. him. Not I've, him. I've had an experience with him. He's oh, great. Oh, dude, this is killing me. Um, okay, I got to look it up real quick. He's the only guy I can think of. I'm yeah, sorry, When I met Luis I Guzman, I was so excited to meet him that I, like, I, I'm... Pretty sure I like dislocated something in his hand because I squeezed it so hard. I was so excited <laughs> to meet him, and then 
just like verbal diarrhea all over him. I told him every <laughs> role he liked. I asked him. You why. can't do that, dude. You can't. Yeah, you. I can't. like lost myself. I'd also I just met. Myself. I just met Kevin Bacon right before. Was that like an event oh my for God. a show that they were on? You were just something? having like. I, well, I kept it cool for Kevin Bacon, Simon and I thought West. like, well, if I did that, you know. Oh, Vin Rames is in it. I forgot about Vin that. Rames, yeah. Okay, come on, come on. Uh, where is he? Oh, Steve Buscemi. We can't Steve forget Buscemi. he's in it. Um, or maybe he's not in it. Maybe the guy I thought was in it is not in it. Well, now I don't know that guy's name, and it's oh no 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 no. He did like the history, uh, the Latin history of America. Netflix. He had a. Oh, we got to move on because I'm John Linguizamo. To... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thank God, dude. Yeah. Oh, thank he's, he's God, you did that. Oh, thank God, you yeah. did that. Okay, yeah, he's not in there, but but at least I know the name and yeah. the fa that was killing he's, he's me. He's great though. How much does that kill you when you're trying to think of a name and you can't? Oh, bro, I don't check my phone anymore. That I wait until I get the that would have ruined the whole podcast. Yeah. I, I would have just been thinking about it the whole time. Okay, what do you think of your taco? My my shit's delicious. I, I can't eat and talk. I have the beard. Yeah, and the, the Robert mustache. problem. I just go for it. Okay, so this is the documentary I saw. Last night, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna start with the name of it. It's called "Don't Fuck with Cats: Search for an Internet Killer." What a weird name, right? Where is it? It's, on, it's Netflix? on Netflix. Just came out on Netflix, and it tells the true story of. Basically, it starts out that this video gets released online. It's called Two Kittens, One One okay. Guy," oh, okay. like one one guy or something, mm -hmm. um, and. It's this grainy video on YouTube, and there's this wolf blanket on a bed. You see two little kittens, and you see this guy come in the frame with a hoodie on and a cigarette, but you can't see his face. He's playing with the kittens, and you go, oh, oh, that's so cute. Then he proceeds to put them in a vacuum bag, like a, like a plastic bag, mm -hmm. both of them. He shuts it, adds a vacuum cleaner, sucks all the air out of it, and kills the kittens. In the video, you watch it in the yes. movie? Yes. Well, they show parts of it, right? Yeah. Like, I, I walked out of I actually had to, you know, walk yeah. away from my TV because I cannot take that kind of, like, I can't see that kind of shit. Like, yeah. I, I was livid. This was in the first few minutes. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So it blows up, right? Where people are like, who is it? We got to find this guy. Like, catch the cat killer. Like, it, because yeah. th this is the thing that there's supposedly this unwritten rule on the internet or in the deep, dark web. I have no idea about the deep dark web, but suppose there's this rule called rule zero, which is don't fuck with cats. Mm -hmm. You can do anything you want on there, but don't fuck with cats. For some reason, that's the rule. So this guy went against that completely. And everybody around the world all of a sudden is trying to find this guy. Well, this Facebook group gets started mm -hmm. specifically by these two people who are in the documentary who are running this, right? So they start creating a page to find this guy, find the cat killer. Well... Months go by, another video gets released. And this guy's taunting him because they have no idea mm -hmm. where he's from, where where he is. Like a hidden IP or something. You, well, you just can't tell. You can't – even that is is nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's on YouTube. How are you supposed to find that stuff out, right? There's no mm -hmm. way. And this is back in 2010. So let's go back 10 years when it was still new. YouTube is, is, yeah. is not as big then um, as it is now. But so he releases another video where he kills – um, a cat by burning it alive, dude. No shit, shows this on it. Then he kills another cat, drowning it. You see the cat come into frame? He's taped to the end of a broomstick. And his head is just loose, and he's like this, like, what's going on? And you just see him put him in a bathtub and kill this cat. No shit, dude. 
And I'm livid watching this documentary, right? Just like, we got to find this fucking guy. Yeah. Are they going to find... I'm just... I want to watch the whole documentary. I, do they find this guy, right? Like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm talking tons of people get involved in this. There's some show called Rescue Inc. or something where these, like, tough guys, you know, right. uh, go after animal abuse and whatever. They get involved, too. They mm -hmm. try to find this guy. Well, they, they end up finding the wrong... What they think is the person ends up being the wrong person. So this person lived in Africa. So they end up bombarding this person like, we're going to kill you. We're going to, that dude commits suicide. Shit. Turns out not to be him. Yeah. Right. Now they're trying to like, well, do we connect the two? Because the guy was saying he's depressed, but whatever. But they also said he actually did take the video and copycat it. He didn't make the video, but he copycatted that he hadn't made it. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, I guess... I don't know. People are just Which screwed up that way. Which is also equally messed up. It to, is equally messed up. To fake that. Totally. I, he kind of asked for it. Obviously, it's sad that he killed himself. But. It is sad. Well, they, you know, and in the movie, they talk, in the documentary, they do say, like, you know, whether or not that's connected or not, who knows. But he got a lot of death threats and a bunch of shit mm -hmm. right towards him. So, time goes by. Another year goes by. Um, and they, the guy that's doing all the videos... He's taunting everybody. Like, mm -hmm. you'll never find me. I'm here. He uses aliases everywhere. You know, everything's a fake account on Facebook and this and that. And YouTube. they just have no idea who. But he leaves clues. Mm -hmm. uh, there's music in the videos. There's this and that, right? Just different stuff. There's clues. There, I mean, people are investigating these videos, looking at it frame by frame, looking at the wall outlet, the yeah. headlamp. That maybe we can find where he is in the world based off of the blinds or the, oh, I saw a vacuum cleaner. Where's that? And these people, dude, digging detective work, like insane, yeah. really clever shit. So... They actually do start to dwindle it down to this guy called Luca Magnata, mm -hmm. and he's in, he's Canadian. That's the name of the pizza place, right? I don't know. Lou Malnati. Oh. That's <laughs> really close. Um, so they're, they find him in, in Canada, in Toronto, and they send the police like, hey, go mm -hmm. talk to this guy, blah, blah. He did these cat videos. And the police are just kind of like, you know, what the fuck? We don't know if these videos are real. They're just online. You know, it's right. hard to tell. Um, so, well, they're like, Hey, we're worried that he's going to go past this, right? Like upgrade from cats. Right. Um, and the guy even said, I want to do that. Like, I want to take on humans, yeah. right? Like I want to kill human. And so they're all worried, you know, blah, blah. But again, this is all online. This is all online. It's not really in the news, but it's online. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. In boards and <clears throat> message boards and chat room stuff. And so they think they got the guy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So time goes by and another video pops up. Mm -hmm. And sure as shit, this motherfucker killed somebody and recorded it and uploaded it to YouTube. He stabbed this dude with an ice pick. And they show it. I mean, just the video is there. He's on top of it. He just fucking stabs the dude to death. Then the video cuts to him playing with the head in a bathtub of water. It's floating. And he's just turn, twisting it around. Just like... Ugh. Just like twisting I it. I definitely don't want to watch this stuff. How crazy is it? Yeah. How crazy is it? Um, and so they're just like, the people that have followed him, right, for a little while, I just, I mean, can't believe it. Like, mm -hmm. what in the fuck is happening? Um, and they're trying to contact police. We got this video. This guy's dead, blah, blah. Is there a missing person, you know, up there, blah, blah. They're just ignoring these online sleuths, you know, sort of thing. So it turns out that... They do – it is this guy, Luca Magnata. So now they're on a chase to catch this guy mm. all across the world, basically. He's Canadian? He, he's French-Canadian. He's from Montreal. 
So he actually ended up killing the guy in Montreal. Yeah. And they did find this janitor went to this, uh, you know, was cleaning out trash or taking out the trash and saw a suitcase sitting next to a trash bin. I said, oh, that's weird. It's got a lock on an old suitcase. That's weird. Oh, there's maggots coming out. Let me, let me mm-hmm. open it up. Human torso inside. No legs, no arms, no head. And they're just like, well, obviously there's a murder. So then they find like 30 trash bags next to that stuff. They start ripping all the trash. They find bloody blanket, you know, all this stuff. And they yeah. find an ID, Luca Magnata, blood on it, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, all this stuff's happening. So now they're on the hunt for this guy. They go visit his mom. Where, where's your son? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my son would never do this. Yada, yada, yada. Um, like, no, your, your, your son did like, we're, we're not questioning whether he did it or not. Mm-hmm. Now we just need to find him. He ends up on Interpol's like, you know, it's an international. Now it is all over the news. Right, it's like right. 2012. This guy's all over the news. Um, they're trying to find him. And sure enough, well, fuck it. You know, I, I'm going to spoil it. So, I, yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. They end, up, they end up catching the guy in an internet cafe um, because he was so vain. Mm-hmm. Like he had to go check on himself and see himself mm-hmm. on the internet cafe. And the guy running the internet cafe was like this news junkie. So mm-hmm. he just constantly watched the news. And when he saw the guy come in, he recognized him and got the police. Yeah. Literally went in the street, flagged down a police car, they blah, blah, and they came in. They showed the CCTV footage of the guys walking into the internet cafe and pulling this guy out with handcuffs. Mm-hmm. But when the guy gets arrested, he gets out, he starts to blame that there's some guy named Manny that forced him to do all of this stuff. Right. And it's they start to kind of make it like this is possible. Like maybe this guy did do this mm-hmm. because a couple of years ago this happened and this how you talked to this lawyer, blah, blah. So now all of a sudden, oh, maybe shit. He there is this Manny guy. Then it gets near the end of the documentary and they just blow up the whole thing. Right. They just reveal everything. Turns out this guy's a huge film buff, which he, which you kind of learn through the movie. His favorite movie is Basic Instinct. And the alias he was using when he tra- when he became you know his new identity from from Magnata, K. Trammel or something like that, something like that, and Trimmel that's what it is. And the character in Basic Instinct of Sharon Stone that's her name. Mm. So there's a scene in the movie at the very beginning of Basic Instinct where she kills a dude who's tied up to a bed and she kills him with the ice pick. Right, right. right. That's the scene of the murder the dude committed. Well, he was really doing it though? Yes. It wasn't faked to look, to imitate those things? No, or... he really killed the guy. Okay. He really killed the guy. I mean, they found the body with yeah, all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. They found, I mean, he and he dismembered him afterwards. But the way the video was shot was just it's like all... the opening scene of Basic Instinct. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the online suits just put it all together, right? Just came all together. It was just crazy, dude. So they did catch the guy. He got sentenced to jail. He's currently serving life in prison. For this crime, you know, just, I, it was the craziest, it was a four part mini series. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take my eyes off it, dog. Like I couldn't take, I, I had to find out, are they going to catch this guy? I feel like, traumatized what, from you like, telling me what about happens it. at the end of this, right? Are they going to catch this motherfucker? Like, you know, they have to like, I, I, honestly, if the end of the documentary ended and they hadn't caught this guy, you best believe I'd have fucking been online. Like we're <laughs> catching this motherfucker. Cause it was just. It was crazy, dude. I mean, oh, there's another video he made of a uh, a kitten getting eaten by a python. Mm-hmm. Puts the python on the bed, puts the kitten on there, and just, you know, crazy, dude. Slightly less 
just horrific. Up, I, I mean, no, it's horrific, dude. That kitten doesn't have it. It's coming, totally. you know. At that least poor it's kitten. another animal eating it, though. That yeah, can happen in nature. That's true. You but know? they forced that. Unless right. the snake did it with an ice pick. It didn't <laughs> kill the That would have been like funny. That, you know? that would have been, yeah, that's the reveal at the end. It was really, he was a python the whole time, right. you know. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I can't stop thinking about the movie. Like, I watched it last night. And I just can't stop thinking about it. I actually urge anybody out there to watch it. Um, I've told you the whole the whole story, but look, it's real. You can Google it. You find out all the right. you know all the realness. But I, I think what's best about it is just all the details of how they tracked this person mm. and like how they went through to get them and blah blah blah. Like it was just so interesting. You know, it was it was mind blowing, dude. Yep. It was a mind blowing documentary. But anyway, um, yeah, that was crazy. Now it's time to eat tacos. Yeah, um, totally. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's try some of these. Stuff. I mean, I already ate some. It's delicious. It's good. But I'm gonna eat some more here. Yeah, again, torchies, guys. Good stuff. Don't don't hate on torchies. Now all I can think about is kittens. I don't. Wow. Should be a warning at the beginning of the podcast. I mean. It'll make you sad. Mm -hmm. It made me pissed off, right? I was just livid that this person, he, I mean, he did, there's so much more I didn't even talk about. Mm -hmm. right? So watch the documentary. There's so much more I didn't talk about. It's, it's absolutely crazy. It's just bonkers, dude. It's literally bonkers. It was so, so bonkers, dude. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't. I couldn't get over it. I don't watch a lot of stuff like that. After having a kid, it changed what I'm able to really take in. Yeah. There was a show, uh, I think it was Showtime or something, but it was called Dead Like Me. Uh, had Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, it's a I great love that show. show. Uh, that was a good show, dude. Somewhat well made. There's some issues in like, if you, you can tell. Only well, lasted a couple seasons, right? Two, two seasons and a terrible movie. A lot of people oh, didn't come back. they made a movie? Back. I didn't know that. Most of the people didn't come back for it. It was like the main character and two other people. Um but I loved it. I watched it all the time. I could quote it. There are these like great Mandy Patinkin monologues where he sums up existence and stuff. It's a really well-written show. And as soon as we had a kid, couldn't watch it again. It's just too much. Like It's too close to something I don't want in my mind. Sure, I had to sure. delete it off my computer. That makes sense, but... dude. You, you change, right? As when I was younger, I wanted to try to find the most fucked up movies I can find. Sure. I liked fucked up shit. Requiem for a Dream, seven. Clockwork Orange, Seven, mm. right? Just anything fucked up I could get. I loved it. I just, mm -hmm. the more intense, the more uh, crazy. Did you ever see, I think it's called Irreversible? Irreversible. The no. film is filmed in normal speed, but plays out in reverse. So the very first scene of the film is the end of the story. Got and it. And you have to watch all the way through. It's Vincent Casal is the main character. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. But there, he's that's French. A, is it a French movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a there's French a really movie? gnarly scene in it though that everyone kind of knows it for. It's similar okay. to like a seven okay. vibe, but not as brutal. But that's yeah. another one that it, it was always in that category of sure. movies that you won't ever forget. You know? Yeah, but, it, but it's like now I don't want to watch movies like that. Mm -hmm. I I don't at all. Like that's not. I don't want to see something fucked up. Really. Like I want. Oh, I hate to say this, but like I like happier. Except for this documentary I watched. Right. I didn't know it was good. <laughs> that was going to happen when I watched the documentary. Yeah. I, I didn't know what it was about. Really. I just don't fuck with cats. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Let's see what's going on. 
But once it started, I couldn't let it go. You kind of have to see it. To I the had end to see it to no. the end because I yeah. needed to know if they caught this motherfucker. Right. Like they, because he was taunting them, right? The whole documentary is about him taunting them about, do they catch this motherfucker? But um, yeah, it, it's, that's the thing. You, it's, you're just a different person, right? So you just have different needs and, you know, you change through. And um, so I'm glad I saw all that fucked up shit back then because if I didn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to catch up now to try to see it. So now I'm just trying to see all the movies. I never watched before. Yeah. You know, something simple, something, I don't know. I saw this movie called Serenity. Have you heard of that? Um, with um, Matthew McConaughey and, um, yeah, not uh, not the Firefly Serenity, but Serenity. it's got Matthew McConaughey oh, uh, and Anne Hathaway. Uh, Anne Hathaway. It's written by Stephen Knight. Yep. Um, it's really well made. I think really misunderstood. They, I, they pulled yeah, the plug on all the press on that movie. I, I, I don't know if I... To me, I don't think it was well made. I, I think there was just a lot of it was confusing as fuck. Have to you me. heard what Stephen Knight's intention was? It doesn't matter what his intention yeah, was. What, like what matters is what came on the screen. Yeah, that, that's at the end of the day. You can tell yeah. me your intention all day. Okay, great, but that doesn't help yeah. me when I watch the movie. It made me. It just was confusing. It didn't match this whole video game thing at the end and blah blah blah. Right. That, you know, oh, spoiler alert. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it, trust me, you're not going to see this you movie. You got to put one at the top of the podcast um, now. You know, uh, yes, uh, I give spoilers, but yeah, they fuck. To me, they just fucked it up. I like the premise. Don't get yeah. me wrong. There's a cool premise there. Matthew McConaughey is cool. Jason Clark, I think, is his name. He plays a good asshole in the movie. Um, Anne Hathaway's great in the movie. Mm-hmm. Diane Lane's in it. Um, Who's his best friend? Uh, uh, Diamanju Hansu. I don't yeah. know. Uh, you know, um, uh, Blood Diamond. Yeah. Uh, God, what is that guy's name? I can't. Th- I, I don't think know. You, you got close. Uh, to it, yeah. oh, God, a I lot of the letters up, are in please, there. Please, Jesus. He's in Guardians. He's yeah. In, he's in uh, Guardians. I mean, Gladiator. Amistad. You know, yeah. that's what I know him from yeah. the most is uh, Amistad. He plays the main slave in Amistad, which working with McMath McConaughey. Yeah. Maybe this is their first uh, movie back, back to together. Um, Steven Spielberg movie, great movie by the way. Check that out, Amistad. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Serenity. Just a, it was so just too much, dude. Just too. I, I want to see interesting stuff. So mm. I will say this: I won't see it again. Yeah. But I did appreciate how the movie. I just what I liked about the movie is I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. But the movie itself, some of the there was these weird camera moves. They were just. I was just like, what the? There's no consistency. I don't know, dude. They just yeah. could have done a better job of. Well, the, setting that up the like the map was... he pulls down and he looks and there's only a map of plymouth like motherfucker you just noticed that yeah how many times how long have you had that map you never opened it and thought wait we're the only island on this thing i mean it just mm-hmm. it seemed ridiculous to me it seemed right. too far-fetched like that these motherfuckers and how is he aware and yeah. conscious and the other people are i mean it just makes no sense to me. well it, just, the weird. his explanation was that it's as if a teenager we're going to write a video game sure. what would his scope be yeah you know and so that's why the camera movements are like that there's a lot of red flags that are intentional sorry if you wanted to see it grant we just ruined it for you okay good yeah uh hey spoilers i, I won't say that i <laughs> liked it a lot i watched it and i thought it was well made and you know there were a lot of aspects that were cool but i didn't the premise to me was just a bummer i didn't I didn't really, I didn't know I was getting into that. I, hated, I, hated I the knew way it ended, who created like, it and I knew who was in it. And like my all time, one of my all time favorite movies is Interstellar, which yeah. they're both in. Yeah. So I was That's kinda, a great movie. I was thinking, you know, well, it's Me probably going to be a, you know, similar. I think if they had just set up the world, the paradise world he lived in better. Yeah. 
that would have sold the movie for me more. Yeah. Right? Because it just didn't make sense, dude. I just didn't see the point of it. And it, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but again, I did appreciate that they were trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I did appreciate that. And I did, I was, I did watch the whole thing because wondering what's happening. Like, what is this going to be about? Right. Um, you know, so I don't know. He didn't get the big fish at the end either. Like, what the fuck, dude? Show me the fit. What the? Yeah. We didn't get build it all up. He didn't get shit. I mean, yeah. just like, what the fuck? It's just so. It's not a movie for payoff. I, it's, uh, you know, yeah. It's a movie. But I don't need a payoff, there. right? I, yeah. I can watch. Um, what what's that movie with um same Christopher Nolan where they implant the ideas? Memento. No. Um, uh, what is it? Inception. Yes, Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Inception. Remember at the end? Yeah, with the spinning top. I'm cool with ambigu- am, am, ambiguity. That yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with that. I don't need the payoff. Yeah. I'm I'm cool left to decide which, but the setup better be just so badass. That sure. I that all I'm thinking about is the where it could have gone instead of what happened, and I that's what happened with me with Serenity. Serenity all I could fell do was down break it all down because of the writing. I think it was How made about that well. sex scene on the boat. It's really I, weird. It was stupid. Yeah, it was fucking stupid. He, he turns around, he's about to rape her. Yeah, what the fuck? He's <laughs> like a raper on the boat, and then he notices she's got these slashes on her arm right. or on her back, right? Like she'd been whipped, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm still gonna fuck you." Yeah. And then he just gets up from it like, I win. That's all he said. I win. He lights a cigarette, you know. All right, all right, all right. You know. Yeah. I was just like, what? <laughs> this is the weirdest. I mean, it just. As far as I McConaughey just, movies go, I will watch all of them. And me too. Appreciate them I love all. McConaughey, Like bro. from the beginning, you know. Even yeah. like Newton Boys. Have you ever seen that? I fucking love Newton yeah. Boys. That's, That's Linkletter. Uh, yeah, and it's from like the area where I grew up. So like all those little towns. Ethan Hawk Pulled over in yeah. most of those towns. Ballinger, all that, you know. Yeah, Newton Boys is good. Uh, I think he's good in everything. It's just the storytelling uh, sucked on that. He's movie. a good act. I, I didn't mind. It, that's not his fault. That's mm-hmm. the scene, and he has to do it, and whatever. But I just thought it was just. It's also a big departure from Stephen Knight. Like he's uh, Peaky Blinders and stuff like that. Lock. You know? Yeah, Lock right. is great. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. What the fuck was that ad? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. My Who favorite made this? part is the part in the car. I feel like. <laughs> I think he got blackmailed into making this movie. I, I really just don't think he wanted he, to make he this. He stood behind it. I think the company pulled the press for he it because they got a really bad. Reception. I think he he's still blackmailed. I think he's even saying he liked yeah. it because he blackmailed or something. You're they got too many kitten documents. They got dirty pictures of this guy somewhere, and that's yeah. why he made this movie because there's no way it's so bad to me. I just thought this is. I mean, I just thought it was one of the worst movies I ever saw. Yeah. Honestly, I think that happens recently. though with a lot of British directors where they come over to a different area, predominantly the U.S., and they try to tell like an American style story. But that's not even an American happen. story. They're on an island in the middle right. of nowhere. Like it, that doesn't even have to me. That doesn't. Well, but if you look at like just the island, it was just who's the way cast in it, the way it's presented. I think it's his idea of like. How an that American could work. kind of oh, movie, I see. I you know, see. and it, it fell flat. There's some guys who do it really well, like yeah. Christopher Nolan is is great at it. It was know? almost like uh, they were trying to do Bandersnatch, or what was that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where it's like this, you know, video game, real world, right? This is happening, like, but that's yeah. so beautifully done, right? Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Look, I, I definitely, you know, director's gonna make. Um, a bad movie, right? Yeah. It's gonna, it's going, that's going there's to happen. There's also so many elements to it that could go wrong. A great director can make a terrible film. You know, there's a lot of 
situations like that. David Fincher, if you ever watch the Alien movie that he made, it's awful. Yes, that's of the course. Worst Alien and that's movie. the first movie he made, I think, yeah. right? Like, you know. But, like, if you watch, like, the behind some the scenes on it, they wanted him to add 30 minutes to the runtime. I remember and that. So there's just all these scenes just of them running, running in at hallways, the end. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Like it, it didn't make any sense. But it's still a David Fincher film. I mean, sure. it has a lot of the elements of his other films. Yeah. So. I think it happens to all of them, but I, I definitely won't watch Serenity again. No, fuck no, dude. I mean, oh, dude, jeez, it just disappointed me. I hate seeing disappointing movies like that, but whatever, dude. Um, any other, have you seen any other good movies out lately? All I do is watch movies, so yes. Did you uh, see Knives Out? Not yet. Saw it. So good. I won't ruin it. That's I, a, that's I don't a whodunit, the so. Because we have a yeah. kid, you know, so yeah. it's like the theater kind of feels. Knives Out was good. I recommend much. that. Um, what else came out? Well, the Star Wars is coming out soon. Now, by the time this podcast comes out, actually, it'll be the first week of January here. So, so while out. you're listening to this now, it's already come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but actually it comes out this Friday. Did you hear about Adam Driver? It. The whole thing with Terry Gross, he walked out on an interview, like an NPR thing. Yeah, I did hear about that, but I, I'm okay that he walked out on that mm-hmm. because I heard all the story behind it. And at first I was like, oh, what an asshole. But then you hear the story behind it and mm-hmm. he had every right to walk out. If he's already told you he doesn't like that shit and then you do it anyway, mm-hmm. what the fuck, dude? That happens to a lot of people. That's fucked up. Um, he, he'd already said, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to hear my own voice or my own shit. Like, right. don't do that. And then you do it. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah. Like, I feel like they wanted that reaction so they could get They probably did. Yeah. And look, he, you know, he's an artist. He, whatever, I don't care what artists do. They have their own, you know, things that get them through the process. And the guy's obviously very good. I mean, everything mm-hmm. I've ever seen him in is he's fantastic in it, you mm-hmm. know? So if he has a process and he doesn't want to see a shit, I, I get what he's saying. He criticizes it and wants to change it. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. You know, music or that you just like you can constantly keep changing it. Yep. But that's why you have to let it go. So that's the whole reason of letting it go is because it is an endless stream of changes. You can right. keep upgrading and change. You know, it's never perfect. It's you're never going to get there. Yeah. So I get why he doesn't want to watch it because then it would just re- you remind him of ah, I could have done this differently and this different. Right. And you can't it's think also, like that. That's an intimate movie. So it's not like the that's scope of too. Star Wars where yeah, you have all point. of the background. It's a Noah yeah. Baumbach film. So he usually films with point. only like four people in the room, yeah. you know, like yeah. as the cast and the crew. Sure. It's usually audio, one film guy and then, yeah. you know, all natural light. That's a good so. point. It'd be like looking back at a real argument, I feel like. Yeah, that's a good point. It, well, it was uh, a song he sang in the movie. Oh, uh, okay. We're just trying to get him to, even worse, yeah. just to listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even worse. I would <laughs> never want, you know, there's only a few films where someone sings in them and I don't leave the room or, you know, cover my ears. It's, it's tough I mean, to singing hear. in movies is sucks because you know, they're not, they're most they're, of the time it's voiceover, right? You know, even if it is the person singing, mm-hmm. they're going to have them sing in a studio and then put it over them, lip syncing it. And you're the, just like, the thing I usually don't like is that it's. A filmmaker's idea of what a good song would be and sure. it's never it's not like you you can see the difference in a film like uh walk the line even though well, it's it doesn't about sound music, identical though. to yeah. them they sound close and t-bone burnett is the guy who course, oversaw dude. the music so it, it came out really well, well if it's a bi- if it's a music biography but even then the, the hank williams one was terrible you uh, know, who was in that uh tom hiddleston Oh, really? I didn't even see it. I yeah, didn't even... Uh, all of Hank Williams' family boycotted it because it was Fucking a Loki. British actor and he couldn't sing like him or talk like well, him. Well, they shouldn't know? do that. Rami Malik or whatever did Queen, right? right. He did Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Mercury. So yeah. what? I, I hate that shit when they say, oh, well, he's 
British, so he can't do this, or he's American, right. so he can't do What the fuck? Really, I think it just came down to the performance. It totally. I think they're just finding excuses, yeah. but it was, he's just bad it was performance. Bad. Yeah, Because I, I, I love Hank Williams. I know all the music. I'm growing up listening yeah. to it. So I've never even heard of this film, movie. It's called I Saw the Light. Uh, it's awful. It's like yeah. painfully bad. Oh, and everyone fuck, said it was uh, going to be like the next Walk the Line. What's your favorite music? That thing uh, you do. That thing you do? Yeah, I don't even have to. But wait that's not real. Question. Uh, oh, favorite music or favorite music favorite, movie? Uh, favorite biography movie, you know, m about musician. But I love that thing you do, by the way. I, it's, it's in my top it's, three. It's, it's phenomenal movie. It's up there with Interstellar. Yeah. Tom Hanks' uh, first director. And he you know, wrote it while he was on the, the set for Forrest Gump. I believe it. That's, uh, That's a great movie. There's a reference in there. I've said it in way too many radio yeah. interviews and just it's like crickets. But sure. someone will find me at a show and say like, I, I got yeah, that Yeah, that joke. thing you do. It's a... Uh, they ask what their favorite bands are, and Steve Zahn says Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. That's who they play in a film, but yeah. it's the name of two restaurants that they ate at all the time while they were filming Got Forrest it. Gump. It's Got like it. an so joke. you put it together, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what's your favorite? Yeah, by by music biographical movie, your bi bi music bio movie. Probably Walk the Line. Walk the Line. That's yeah. a solid one for sure. Because the playing is good. It's yeah. all real guys, like you know. Uh, and all of them in their own right are, are good players. Yeah. Shooter Jennings is great. That's a he good. That's dad. just a good movie too. Uh, Waylon Malloy, uh, I think Payne. He played uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. He really does sing and play like that. Awesome. Uh, so you felt like it was. It was a very realistic. honest depiction. Yeah. There we go. Uh, they showed. What about Ray? Do you like Ray? Ray is really good. Ray's good, dude. It, where it gets me is the runtime. It just it drags longer? on for remember. so long that it, I feel like there are so but many. But does Jamie Foxx not like look and sound like fucking Ray oh, Charles? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's like well, he learned to play all that. I mean, he, he looks sounds like I mean, perfect. They glued his eyes shut. So yeah, he totally. Open them like exactly. He, he made a lot of really. Strong he deserved choices. that Oscar, bro. Totally. Right, like he deserved totally. that Oscar. I, but think, I think Joaquin Phoenix deserved an Oscar for Walk the Line. Yeah, and supposedly like the scene where he trashes the bathroom, they had to do it in one take because they didn't know he was going to do that. He really did knock a hole in the wall with his head and tear the sink yeah, off what the are you, wall. Yeah, what are you like, expecting? You, you can't know. do, let's do a few takes of this, of you freaking out. You right. can't, you, that has to be think, a one take, I think go he was just meant to be emotional. Yes. And then they didn't realize the scope of it. He like wrecked everything. But this is Joaquin Phoenix. Totally. He doesn't rehearse. Right? Yeah. That's what I heard about. He doesn't rehearse. He goes into a scene. He just does it. And right. we're going to do it once, motherfucker. You better get right. this shit. You're right. Lights better be on. Camera better be rolling. Sound better be on. Because I'm going to do this once. Yeah. I hey, like that. Similar to The Master. When he yes. gets arrested, he trashes the toilet. Totally. And, you know. Goes crazy. Dude, Joker. Like, yeah. I like, Why are you fucking Joker? Oh, yeah. dude. You got to see Joker. But it's out Waiting. on DVD right now, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to watch it. You need to watch it, bro. You like that that's your mo dude that's you'll like this movie yeah. a lot you you will it's, it's also based on a really great film uh, uh king of comedy king of comedy yeah. I, it, it's not it's really not, it's yeah. not dude. everyone has, keeps saying it's like nothing to do with it, it. no really? they don't never have even seen king of comedy then oh well. if they're saying it's like the joker <laughs> then they haven't seen king of yeah. have they seen the joker what the it's the joker it has nothing to do with the king of now is there inspiration from scorsese and taxi driver and king of yes sure, sure. but in no way is it like that movie like yeah. not at all it's kind of a relief because i love that movie but now it does have the same character i believe uh, robert de niro plays his same character from that movie in joker i think i, I well, his character got in all the trouble though right because yes. he like held them hostage and 
He probably is playing like a, a tribute to the host of the original Maybe. show. Maybe right? I wanted to say that it was the same dude, or I don't know. I, I, don't take my yeah. uh, word for that. I'll but have to watch it. it. I mean, it's that's, a good movie. That's one I've been definitely not going to spoil that for you, dude. Yeah. That's a it's a solid movie, bro. Like, yeah. I was also just excited to not see another Batman. Sick of all yes. the Batman. Yes, yeah. it's, it's nothing like any of any of that stuff, right? Like yeah. it has none of those same tropes. Yeah, from any of the other movie, like. It's this is not Jared Leto's Joker. Joaquin right. Phoenix is like I think one of the most talented guys out there. So there, Bro, it's hard to find amazing. a movie he's bad in. There's he's, there's bad it's, movies. That it's he's, Heath Ledger good. Yeah, like in my opinion now, it's Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger's Joker. Bro, they yeah. are. And I love Jack Nicholson's Joker too. Fuck, it's so hard to let yeah. go of that one. Like those are three solid performances. It's very different versions of it. Yes. There's also the Mark Hamill cartoon. Versions. Which yeah, totally, really which good. are great. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent. But see, the thing with that is you're just doing the voice. Yeah. Sorry, but you're just doing the voice. It's, yeah, it's not a, a total performance yes, in terms of... Yes, that's like the, way different, man. That yeah. is another animal entirely, you know. Because yeah. when you see Jared Leto's Joker, it's, it's the awful. worst thing I ever... I didn't I make mean, it all the way through that movie. How did they think that that was going to work? How did they? I don't think who he's were they talking been to? Good in anything? I mean, even like I like Dallas Buyers Club. I like, I like Club. him in Dallas Buyers Club. It's a great Club. film, but the whole time, all I see is Jared Leto acting. I didn't feel like I, I believed him like in really? the same way as the main character. Like yeah. McConaughey in that is Solid, not himself. Right? Totally, he's, he's a completely. He's different so good person. in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's so just good the in commitment that. to it. Also yeah. in Gold, he's great, which is in another Gold. film. Uh, where he's like, he put on a lot of weight. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was like a good movie. Teeth, that just almost uh, came out recently. So, uh, or like a year ago. A few years like ago. Yeah. yeah. Tim and Jessica. Um, okay, look, Trevor, we're getting near the end here. Yeah, we we just, uh, but so. look, you know, normally I do the little last call. Let's just do it with you. You want yeah. to? Okay, let's just see. We could play the game, Bobbing for Bobs. Yeah. <clears throat> no. <laughs> Bobbing for Bobs. Um, okay, yeah, let's just see. Um, let's just see what you answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so last call. Right, um, you're, you, you. I mean, you've heard these yeah, questions. I, I know the deep in the heart. That's okay. One. Yeah. You're, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, you're going on a road trip and you can only take one album. What, what are you taking? It is harder to answer these when you're when you have to actually <laughs> answer. Uh, Doctor Dog Fate. Okay, bam. Uh, what would be your last meal? Uh, old pork taco. From Taco Brother on Brody. Nice. Shout out. Like those. It's my like favorite them. place. Uh, oh, so I was just getting ready to ask, what's your favorite taco place? So that place. Yeah, Taco Brother. Um, your favorite barbecue spot? That's, a, that's so hard here in town. Uh, actually, okay, I know one. Not here in town. It's in uh, Houston, Borough and the Bull. Oh, it doesn't have to be in town. Sorry, okay, favorite, gotcha. just favorite yeah, barbecue yeah, yeah. spot. Burrow and the Bull. Okay, uh, it's in it's in the conservatory. It's like a basement downtown Houston. Uh, just really well well smoked. Everything about it is really good. Nice. Um, okay, finish this song lyric. You don't know this one. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Leave it to. <laughs> I, I know the song. I, I, to be honest, though, in high school, I thought that they were saying, don't go Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> like it was a guy named Jason Waterfalls. I had no don't, idea. Don't yeah. go dating Jason Waterfalls. Yeah. I had no idea. I, there's a oh, couple songs hilarious. like that. I used that's to think hilarious. that Ronnie James Dio was saying, oh, Godiva, like yeah. the chocolate. Yeah. He's saying, holy diver. Um, 
Mr. So, so you don't know the answer there? I don't. Okay, it's leave it to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's it. Okay, your favorite dish to make at home? Uh, migas. Migas, okay. Yeah. Your least favorite thing to eat? Uh, mushrooms. I don't eat any mushrooms. Fuck those mushrooms. They're gross. It's what? like a zombie earlobe. Like what? if you ever look at like a the props I, for that kind of stuff. That's I don't never done that. Yeah. Um, what dish represents Texas to you? Brisket. Brisket. Yeah. Favorite food city in Texas? Austin. Austin. Name three things in your pantry right now. Uh, corn tortillas. It's pantry or fridge? Does it matter? No. Okay. Corn tortillas. Uh, Kalamata olives, eggs. Okay. Well, I can't do the finish this phrase. You already know that. So, okay, guys. Well, great answers, Trev. That was our show. Um, we had a great time. You know, look, this little behind the scenes, uh, you know, I, we really didn't get behind the scenes, did we, of the podcast? But, um, you know, you just got Trevor and I today. So, we run the podcast. You got to hear from us. We got to tell you about movies and music. So, um, okay, so thank you so much for listening to the Lone Star Plate Podcast. Make sure you go to texasrealfood.com slash podcast to learn more about us. You can also check out, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Spotify. Podcruncher, I think, is one. Um, sure, there's a ton of, you know, names. I don't even know all the podcast names. But any any pod, any app you use for your podcast, you, you can find us on there. Um, and also you can tell Alexa to play our podcast you can say alexa play the lone star play and she will start that podcast up um and make sure to check out torchy's tacos guys again uh solid tacos they have a really extensive menu to be honest with you look they're they're you know using ethically sourced stuff you know renewable like they're they're trying to you know help and uh support you know the industry so it's good stuff they make it fresh um it's super solid very popular and yeah just great tacos definitely check them out if you've never had them um and of course uh thanks to trevor for stepping in here and jumping on the podcast right made this happen (laughs) uh and i'm patrick scott armstrong this is the lone star play podcast until next time